Ola. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? A lot of discussion to be had. A lot to discuss. A lot to go on. So let's get right to it. Cavs. Warriors. I don't really care. I'll be honest with you. I don't really give a shit. It's this. Excuse me. It's not like it's the same teams. It's not that it's the same teams. It's not that. It's not that. It's the narratives. I don't think there's been a finals besides one. And we completely forget the other. I'll I'll bring that up. There's three. There's three three LeBron finals narratives. And they kind of encompass everything. And one of them gets forgotten. So the first one is the the original Cavs-Spurs one. Um... And like 07 or whatever. Did y'all just hit my PlayStation just pop off like that? It's really buzzing. Oh my bad. So first you got the you got the the Cavs. So the Cavs one, the Cavs first one, the first one, it's just a I mean it's the only one. It it was a LeBron did it all by himself. He got swept. But it don't count. Because he did it all by himself type of shit. Okay. That's cool. That's whatever. It's one of the worst rosters I've ever seen. It's one of the worst rosters to ever make the finals. It's like probably top five. So then there is the. The Quartermania. Quartermania. The Quit Fest. Which is the the Mavericks one. Where it's obvious. uh, And even he said it. uh, Even Bosch said it. They quit. It was a it was a choke job. It was a, it was maybe the biggest choke job in NBA Finals history. In NBA history, could be because of how great this player is. You know, yeah. in comparison to what the moment is, how great this player is, and his reaction to this moment. The forgotten one is the f- second Spurs. Heat finals, and it was a finals where you had LeBron James, you had Dwayne Wade, you had Bosch, you had Ray Allen, you had some, you had Chalmers, you had Battier, you had um, what's the white boy that shoot threes? He had like seven threes one game, and that's how they won one of the first. That's how they won the first finals against him. I I forget his name. I'm sorry. But in that series, it gets forgotten. It gets really forgotten. And if you didn't know, I'll bring it back up. That series was the biggest point differential in NBA history. Meaning, nobody has ever gotten their ass whipped in those games. Nobody's ever gotten their ass whipped in those games like they got their ass whipped. In that second finals. They lost by a bigger margin. Than any other team. Has ever lost in the NBA finals. In the history of the NBA finals. Or it, it could be the ABA. It could be the CBA. It could be uh, TBA. It could be TBT. It could be WNBA. Nobody has ever lost. 
and as in a bigger margin in the history of the NBA. And I think we completely forget about that. And I actually think that's a much bigger choke job than the Dallas one. The Dallas one was just a disappearing act. It was a Houdini. It was an abracadabra. Level 42 abracadabra. That, that's clear. The second Spurs finals. Uh, it's, it's, it's very, very forgotten about. The second Spurs Heat finals. Very forgotten about. Everybody remembers the Ray Allen shot. From the first one. But in the second one, no one remembers. Not a foot on a throat. A Ford F-150 across the throat. It was an absolute fucking thrashing. I want to pull them up. I want to pull up the scores right now, but I'm not going to. Because I'm going to stick by my head. And my head tells me that that's the biggest point differential. I know it is. I've, I've seen it too many times. I've read it too many times. So you have that. It's a, it's a, it's a very forgotten about thing. In uh, LeBron history. It's not about how he wins. Because the 73 and 9 thing is amazing. It's incredible. It's never been done. It's never going to be done before. 73 and 9. (coughs) 3-1. Excuse me. It's how he loses. That's always. Gotten to me about LeBron. Um, I think he's an absolute top five player of all time. And I mean, no disrespect by calling him top five. <clears throat> but I just think we forget about so many things um, when we put together. And it's, it, and it's, a, it's a history and a moment thing with us. It very much so is. Because you have people like Tim Duncan. You have people like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You have uh, your Will Chamberlain. I don't look, dude. We're saying, like, LeBron playing against the East. The East is not very good. Yes, they went to seven, but they went to seven against, like, Indiana. Indiana has Victor Oladipo as an upcoming star and nobody else. Boston's best player is 19 or 20 years old. I forgot where Ace Tatum is. And we may say uh, Will Chamberlain. Played against hairdressers, milkman, mailman, uh, professional sandwich makers, niggas who made hoagies, niggas who made cold cut specials, and he may have. But when there is a a difference in a level of play. Now, Will Chamberlain didn't win a championship every year. But his stats show that there was a clear difference between him and everybody else. And this was this is always bring this up when it comes to greatness, when it comes to great athletes, great players. We know it's not close when the Warriors play somebody and we know how good they are because it's not close. They don't play to the level of competition they're nowhere close to these dudes and they make sure you know there's there's no it's not even close like there's no there's no comparison so when you have a dude let's say like a like a roy jones jr 
who for the most part of his career, he dominated. And it didn't even look close. A Mike Tyson. What we do is, is we disparage the level of the competitors. When Michael Spinks, Michael Spinks, not Leon, it was Michael Spinks. Michael Spinks was an undefeated fighter. He was a champion. You don't become a fucking champion by being trash. Not in, not in heavyweight boxing. Heavyweight boxing are dudes that can knock you out in one fucking punch. You don't become a champion. By, by, by chance. Just doesn't work like that. But he showed the level that he was on in comparison to what everybody else was on. And it was so far apart that we take away his accomplishments because he made him look so bad. No, he was just that fucking great. Look at Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders played against absolutely fucking amazing defenses, amazing teams. He didn't have a great team around him, but when he got the ball, it looked like he was playing against fucking scrubs. I mean, he was in the same division with maybe the greatest defensive tackle of all time, which is John Randall. I know a lot of you young people don't know John Randall who played for the Vikings, but John Randall was an absolute fucking monster. He played against some of the best defenses you're ever going to see. And he dominated. Well, Will Chamberlain, he played against fucking Bill Russell. I mean, Bill Russell, these niggas won like 11 championships. Teams, he played great teams. Will was averaging like 40. I guess a great team. Averaging 50. This nigga had games when he's having uh, 84 points, 46 rebounds and shit. Like, I know the level of competition may not have been as high. But if a nigga average 50 points in one year, that just means he's on a, just another tier. You average 50 points and your team still ain't won the championship. That means it's still team basketball in place. But he's just on another tier. And I think we do that with LeBron. And I think we we say just because the East is trash. I mean, there's some years that the East is trash, which is most of these years. But a lot, most of the time, it's not close. This year was close. Um, and I don't really know what to call it. Uh, I call it age. He's, I mean, he's, he's been playing 15 years. But sometimes it just looks like he's not in it. He's out of it. And you could call it conservative energy and, and call it a lot of different things. But walking down the court when they're down. I mean, that's just not giving a shit at, at certain points. You can tell he don't give a shit. I think he, he know how to get his buckets. And it just kind of is what it is after that. I think he learned a lot from the Dallas series. And in the Dallas series, he just didn't get his buckets. He was shook. He was scared. And he got his overall game together. He got his jump shot together. together. And I think no matter what, because of his ability to know how to get his points and his stats, I don't think that's anything you can ever say about him. Like they're, they're probably going to get swept up like some old neckheads in the barbershop this year. 
he probably going to average 40. So, I mean, he's going to get a pass. And that brings, I, I went all over the place, but it kind of brings me back to my original point. Is how long is he going to get a pass for being three and five and being three, and maybe even three and six in the finals and getting swept and losing by the biggest margin in NBA history when you have three Hall of Fame players on the team? And they were playing against, of course, they're playing against Tim Duncan. Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker are Hall of Famers. They're, that's, that's, that's an absolute fact. Manu Ginobili on any team that's not the Spurs is trash. Tony Parker on any team that's not the Spurs is Jose Calderon. Trash. Break it down. Danny Green. Trash. These dudes... Are playing in an amazing system. Besides Tim Duncan. Um, who else is in there? It's Tim Duncan. Is the only great player on the team. The rest of these cats are just role players that know their role. To a T. Kind of like the 90s was. When you had cats that they were specialists. And they knew what they were good at. And they just did that. That's why you can say this, this these days there's more talent. But there's not, not more talent. They're just doing things decent at every level. Nobody, the great players are great at everything, are great at certain things. So you can kind of look at it. Think of it as like a, a, a ball graph, right? And think of somebody like Brandon Ingram, right? So Brandon Ingram, he's a good scorer. He's not an amazing scorer. He may be a, a a pretty good defender, but he's not a great defender. He's not a great rebounder. Now this he's young, so I'll you know I maybe unless you choose Nick Batum, because Nick Batum is he's just he's good or above average at everything. But I mean, if he wanted to just kick back on offense a little bit, wait to hit threes, but push it toward defense, I think he could be a ridiculous defender. Just like if he just really focused on defense, like d shit up. Like Tony Allen is that type of dude where if you look at the, the, the meter, you look at the ball, you look at his 2K stats, the nigga defense is going to be a 96. But it's scoring... It's going to be a 50. It just is what it is. These type of casts are just not around anymore. So there's more athletes. And I think that's because of the, the previous era where, you know, the big guys that are 6'10", 6'8", 7 foot, they didn't have a Shaq to look at in the later part of the 2000s. Shaq was already... Shaq was already Washed, briefcased, closed up by the late 2000s. Yeah, you got Kobe fans. You got Bron guys. Um, you got some AI guys. Even though AI and, and, and Shaq are the same era, the AI crossover kind of carried over towards everybody. You had everybody at every size trying to do that crossover. So you got guys who are uh, 
bigger guys who's always practiced their dribble. And I think that's why we mistake this era as being more talented. I just think they can dribble better. They can handle the ball better. They can't shoot better. It's obvious. Like, everybody's not shooting ridiculous. They're shooting a ridiculous amount of threes, but nobody's shooting, shooting. Nobody's currying. Nobody's claying like that. And I just think that because of just the, the practice that they put in in, in certain skill sets. Uh, Jordan was somebody that was overall great. I think LeBron could have been that same way. I, I mean, not saying he's not as great as Jordan, because I think he's on that on that on that par. But like Jordan was all defense, like every year. If you look at the the blocks list, Jordan's like top four, top five. If you look at the steals list, he's like top five. If you look at points, he's like top five. He wasn't an assist guy because he had Pippen to do all of that type of stuff. Pippen was the Pippen was what these cats are now, but at a higher level because he was a great defender. He could score. He could pass. He could rebound. He could do a lot. Pippen, Pippen could do more than Jordan could do, but Jordan just did those things like scoring at a higher level. Pippen can defend better because he was longer. He was taller. I mean, that's just that's just fucking anatomy. That's just physics. It's just what it is. Uh, that's why when he he people say like Curry is a bad defender. I mean, he looks like a a fucking baby calf fresh out of the womb, but he's playing hard. He's defending. But when you're six three, ninety seven pounds, how are you gonna go, LeBron? It's just a size thing. And I don't know who I was talking about. <laughs> I just get the rambling, man. Because uh, basketball is just so interesting, man. Basketball is just so interesting. And it's a... Uh, uh, we just get caught in like the in the moment. And the, this, this prison of the moment thing. And it's, it's kind of wild. Uh, I think I was talking about LeBron's greatness. And I think he's great. I think he's absolutely great. I don't think there's many players overall in the history of basketball that are better than him. And I think that his ability to pass, score, and rebound probably cost him a couple of championships. I think it did. I think if he just wanted to score and defend, if he just scored and defended, and uh, he didn't look to get guys shots all the time. I mean, that's not a bad thing. Obviously, he's still one of the greatest players of all time. But I think once you just bring the GMs to just bring somebody on a team, that's like that. Just like, just like Pippen. Just bring somebody like Pippen on the floor. Bring a pass for, like how many times has LeBron had a pass for his point guard? And I'm not saying he's a bad pass. He's one of the greatest passes of all time. He He's like top three passes of all time. It's him, Magic Johnson, and somebody else. John Stockton. I don't know. Jason Kidd. Like, he's one of the greatest passes of all time. But what if LeBron wanted to play like Jordan? 
What if it was like, you know what? I'm going to just score at will. I'm going to defend at will. And, oh, hey, I'm also like three inches taller than Jordan. And I weigh like 50 pounds more. And I'm going to rebound. But I'm going to just score at will. I'm going to just do whatever I want. I think he would have probably had the points already. I honestly believe that. I think he would have had the points title already. Um, I mean, and this is all kind of, I mean, you can't. It, 15 years is already gone. 15 years is already done. But I think if he had the Jordan score first mentality, I don't think there's many people that could stop him. Yeah, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, yeah, I don't think there's anything anybody can do. Just like Jordan in this era, just because of the, the rule set, there's no hand check. You can't really put your hands on cats. You can just blow past them, and all they can do is run with you. They can't can't be really physical with you. It's going to be a foul. I mean, what if he was a score first type of cat? Just bring, give him a point guard. Get him a point guard. He don't, I mean, get him a point guard. Who the fuck going to do something? Who's going to do something when LeBron has a, a, a pass first point guard? Please tell me who's going to do anything. A pass first point guard that can shoot. John Stockton was a pass first point guard and that can shoot. If you look at John Stockton's uh, shooting percentages, this nigga was shooting like 96% from free throw. He's swishing buckets. He could have scored any time he wanted to. But he's a pass-first guy. And that may have cost him a couple championships too. I think it's Stockton wanted to take. Because, I mean, Carl Malone in the, in the whole free throw thing. I mean, he missed some key, some key free throws, some key times. Um, But that was just their system. So I understand it. But I truly believe if, if LeBron was just a... A score first type of guy. And that's, that's probably not even his mindset. He could take over games anytime he wants, obviously. But just what if, what if you know, just kind of think about some shit like that. What if, what if you put Jordan's mindset or even Kobe's mindset in, in somebody like LeBron? I mean, averaging 30 is, and that's every year probably. Because he averages shit already. He averages 26, 27 with the 8 and 8 points. He could probably average fucking 35, 36 if he wanted to. Can Dallas beat Jordan's mindset in LeBron? Let me ask that in Spanish. No, nigga. It's just not going to happen. It's just weird, man. It's weird this era of of uh a basketball. We always say it's, it's it's more talent. But the teams are a trash. These teams are like half of the team is more than half. Like 90% of teams we could just cut out 96% of the teams. Next year if LeBron's goes, if LeBron stays in Cleveland, we're going to still be saying Rockets, Warriors, Cleveland, Boston. And throw Philly in there for a wild card. But that's it. Nobody else has a chance. 
these cats are just not. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the lifestyle. Maybe it's everything is more open now. The cats back in the day had less to do. I think in 1996. You know what the fuck was going on in the next state. Yeah, the watch TV to see. You had you couldn't open your phone, check Twitter, and see some shit like that. Oh hey, they having a cookout, so and so day. You had to hear that shit word them out. Nigga, you had to hear that shit about pigeon in nineteen ninety six. Right now you just open your phone, done. I'll be there. Give me four hours. Back then, nigga had to throw a smoke signal up. Nigga had to take a wagon, a, 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 a horse, Oregon Trail to figure out what the fuck was going on 20 years ago. It just might be more distractions on these cats. It might be more, uh, I mean, because there's so many, there's so many different types of ways these, these cats can make money based off, of, you know, just based off of who they are. Look at Jordan old contracts. Look at Pippen old contracts. Uh, Pippen one of the greatest players of all time. Pippen making less than Kuko. Tony Kukoc, nigga. Tony Flu Floats. Buffalo Buffaroonie. That's crazy. Evan Fournier is probably going to make more in his career than Scottie Pippen ever did. Some wild shit, man. Right, I work hard. I'm not going to average... 12 points get 140 million kind of wild and we call this area the era the, you know a heavily talented area era but getting off all of that I don't think it's I'm not interested really in the finals I mean I think the regular season next year is going to be fire when we figure out where LeBron's going to go we figure out where LeBron's gonna go. That's not, that's gonna move the needle. It's gonna move the needle. It's gonna figure out whatever. I don't think it's gonna go to Philly because Ben Simmons don't. I mean, he's gonna drive and kick out the Ben Simmons for him to drive and kick it out again. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's a wild ever, man. Warriors in four. Probably gonna be the case. Ridiculous. They're just really good. I think uh I think Curry, it's a you know, and just like um I was saying with Pippen and Jordan, um Durant is seven foot and can ball. Curry's like six one, six two and can ball. But Durant is much harder to stop. Because he's seven foot and can ball. But I think the the difference is is when Curry's on fire and Durant is on fire, the game is played out two different ways. When Curry's on fire, you might as well pack it up, nigga. Just put the nachos under the seat, tie your shoe, and just walk up the stairs. Because it's probably over. It's just a different vibe. Uh, when Curry's on fire, uh, when Clay's on fire, it's just it's a totally different vibe. When these dudes is on fire, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, even when LeBron, when he played against uh Milwaukee, and he hit like eight straight, seven straight, 
I mean, that was crazy. But Clay and, and, and Stefan like dropping fucking bombs. Like it's just don't even make sense, man. Fireballs. It's kind of it's, it's it's pretty crazy. Make you want to fight. Make you want to fight. Make you just want you know. Let me slide my foot right under his ankle real quick, real quick. Just no, nah, don't break it. Just it's a little sprain. Just sit out for a couple quarters. You know. Just make make sure you got to put some ice on it in in the morning. Oh, and we don't want to hurt it. We want in in this career, but tonight let's chill. You know, go sit your ass on the bench, man. It's enough. It's just a totally different vibe, man. But who y'all got? I think we all saying the the Warriors gonna win. When the series first started, I actually said uh, Cavs at in, in about six. Because I saw KD was playing, and I figured LeBron had enough in it, enough left. He still got enough left, but I thought he had enough to where he could break him. Because he was already bent, I thought he could break him. But uh, yeah, Curry's been he's been too. Yeah, he's been uh this nigga's been a Charizard this this whole series, so yeah, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it going. I think it's gonna be bad. I think it's gonna Cavs will get one in it'll probably end in five. I think the Cavs are gonna get one. If they get two, it's gonna get real spooky. But I think they go get this next one and they're gonna lose this one. The the no game four. And they probably gonna lose in game five. If it go anywhere to six, it's gonna go to seven. If it go to six, it's going to seven. And if it go to seven, spooky season is here. This is gonna be real fucking spooky if they gotta go back there again for game seven. Cause LeBron is not he's going for broke if it's going to a game seven. For the elimination, he's going for broke. And him going for broke, seventy eight points. Twenty seven rebounds. He's gonna yeah, his face is going to shred off and niggas is going to see a red eye with some adamantium on the side of his head. It's going to get, it's gonna, he's going to go for broke. And I don't know why we don't just see him go for broke all the time. Like Jordan was relentless. He was relentless, man. This nigga was smoking cigars and drinking bourbon before the games and after. Yo, smoke the cigar, nigga. Shit is not. <laughs> you nigga don't smoke a cigar and go play basketball. I smoke a cigar and go to sleep. And he's smoking that good shit. He probably smoking some Rocky Patels. $18, $19 a stick. He's probably smoking some Cubans. That shit is strong. You get a high off that shit. It's so strong. You get a buzz off that shit. It's so strong. The singer's playing poker. Hit the slots. Smoke two cigars, drink a glass of whiskey, and go drop 63 on you. It's pretty rough, man. That's some rough shit. But, yeah. Warriors in five, man. Y'all have a good night. Warriors in five. This is, yeah. Stay blessed. Bitches.